Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. Yet, of course, if we want to continue to celebrate our lives as we age, we have to be mindful and careful about how we feed our bodies, and that's why today's show is going to be extra special. Our guest, Sandy Robertson, has an awful lot of initials behind her name attesting to her expertise. In fact, in addition to being an author, Sandy is a registered nurse and certified holistic nurse with a master's degree in nursing. And for the past 25 years, Sandy has been both a corporate and a healthcare systems manager, as well as a leader educator of wellness and obesity programs. Moreover, Sandy is a huge believer in combining the traditional science of medicine with mind-body approaches to well-being, and boy, she is joining us today to share all about her really great book. Let me tell you, it's called Why Am I Eating This? And believe me, if you've ever struggled with your weight, you are going to want to hear what Sandy has to say. So I'm going to stop talking and let you start up, and welcome, Sandy. Welcome, Eileen. Thank you very much for having me here today. It's great timing at this time of year. I totally agree. I don't think there's much better time of year to speak to you about self-care and nutrition. And, of course, you've got a lot of experience and expertise in the topic of food and nutrition. Uh, but let's begin by you sharing a little bit about what you led, what led you to write the book initially. And, actually, this is the second edition I've got in my hands. So tell us about this whole process for you. Well, I had struggled with weight myself as a child and at times through the adult years. But then I managed through wellness, exercise, nutrition to get my weight down. But one afternoon, I loved pretzels and I was snacking on pretzels and just kind of kept eating and thought it just popped into my head, a light bulb moment. Why am I eating this? Why am I just mindlessly filling myself with pretzels at 4 p.m.? And I kind of laughed and I thought, this can really help me and others. So I took that basic information and all the knowledge I'd gained about self-talk, cognitive restructuring, yes, nutrition, dieting, exercise, but also the power of the mind, body, emotion, spirit connection, and how everyone has to tune into their unique mind, body, spirit needs. So that was the catalyst, Eileen, and along with thousands of stories of people through the years, in corporations and hospitals, of what worked and what didn't. And frankly, it got down to people being willing to be honest with themselves about some of the reasons they might be turning to food to self-soothe that had nothing to do with did they need more calories or energy in their body at that time. Well, and I, I want to start out by letting our listeners know at the onset, this is not a diet book. You are not recommending no. certain foods and other foods and all. I What really struck me, and I think as we age, this is super important to think about, we need to nourish our bodies, uh, and it's more of a conscious act of self-love. And I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying it because your your mission and your message is really, really important. Well, thank you, Eileen. That is where I ultimately got to, as I said, from hearing thousands of stories, that I wanted to help people change their relationship to eating and food, but also help them change their relationship to themselves 
and to really drop into the self-compassion and self-love. Because when we love ourselves, we're more aware and willing to take steps, action steps around our overall health and well-being, whether it's nutrition, sleep, exercise, water, having social support in our lives, spirituality, tuning into our energy system, you know, asking ourselves, are we being bombarded with overstimulation out in the world or perhaps with large groups of people and everyone's unique. That's the other main message of my book that there's so much in the media and on social media, this is trending, that's trending, this approach, try this diet, try this fast. And I strongly believe that everyone needs to nourish their own unique mind, body, spirit, energy system. Oh, boy. Well, and you'd mentioned certain steps, and I know you do provide a seven-step plan in the book. Can you give us a brief description, uh, description of what some of these steps might involve? Yes, absolutely. So first is self-awareness and mindfulness. I write a lot about mindful eating, uh, the whole notion of being present with food, approaching it slowly. In many cultures, people say grace. You don't have to say a formal grace, you could just pause and say, thank you for this food I'm about to put in my body to nourish myself. So have a slow and grateful approach to food. Chewing is another great aspect of mindful eating. We forget to chew or the importance of chewing, or we may choose chew one or two times, but really chewing is the first step in digestion And many people who have lost weight realized when they really started paying attention to chewing, their digestion improved and they actually lost weight. Savoring and tasting the food. So that's a really uh, big step, self-awareness and mindfulness. I also invite people in step two to discover your unique food patterns and pay attention to how you're eating versus your friends. When you eat, when you overeat, when you snack. Then a third step is uncovering the mystery of your unique eating history. When you grew up, how did your parents, uh, aunts, uncles, grandparents eat? What was the emotional milieu in the house around food? And people often discover, oh, it was stressful. It was unhappy. There was anger or other emotions. So I overate when I was stressed or food was a celebration every day. We were encouraged to eat all we wanted. And again, no judgment, just realizing that. Then self-talk. Cognitive restructuring is a branch of psychotherapy, but some of the simplest tools around food, reminding ourselves to slow down, to pause, to think, what is this food I'm about to put into my body right now? Or more importantly, why do I want to put food in my body right now? And do I need something else? Do I need water? Do I need sleep? Would it be helpful to call a friend? So the self-talk and positive self-talk when we're around food and at this time of the year at parties or celebrations, that positive and empowering, and as you said, self-care and self-love, as part of our self-talk, can be our own personal coach on our shoulder, guiding us, saying nurturing things around food. Mm. Having gratitude is really important and can help us be satisfied with less. Frequently, our souls are hungry. There's a great book from many years ago called The Hungry Soul. 
of some of the cultural traditions of eating. And I think for a lot of people, especially at this time of year in the holidays, it's our souls that are hungry. We might be lonely. People might feel isolated. And people frequently turn to food, as I said, to self-soothe when perhaps being out in nature or with a friend or turning to a spiritual tradition might support them. And it all boils down to people eating light and right for them and back to nourishing their mind, body, spirit, and energy systems. That's really what I talk about in the book, that the tools and steps guide them step by step to think about their self-nourishment needs and to change their relationship to eating and food and themselves and to ultimately turn to self-care and self-love. Well, it is so inspiring, and also the fact that, you know, it's not a diet. It's not out there. These You need to take these steps. You can't eat so many calories or any of that. It has to do, like you say, with nourishing yourself and nourishing self-love. And I do want to bring up a point that really struck home with me because I've been into affirmations for a number of years now, and I love it. You probably, I'm, not, I'm kind of paraphrasing your quoting, but if you are saying to yourself, I am a thin person and going into the kitchen to scoop out a second bowl of ice cream, that may not make a lot of sense. So instead of saying, I mean, just saying affirmations, I still think you would agree that affirmations can be important, but ask yourself a question. I love that. Well, thank you, Eileen. I I really like to have a light, fun approach to this, too, because so much of trying to shift our behaviors and approaches around food is filled with judgment, shame, blame, I should do this, comparing ourselves to others. So I really wanted to personalize this this for everyone and have it be fun and light. And a great quote I found in an article was, you know, how we label food. That's really important, just being able to non-judgmentally label it. Say at a party, you know, buffet. Is this fun? Is this nurturing healthy or is this entertainment and if we want entertainment right then great you know it's okay a little now and then small portions but being able to be honest and playful with it too how we label it can take some of the the blame and shame uh, out of it well, and I, I will speak personally here, but I think I'm speaking for a number of people. You know, back on the rigid diets, you go to a party and you have three corn chips, and then you think, okay, I've blown it. Well, I better eat everything, uh, and then I'll start again on Monday. <laughs> you know, I've done that to myself a million times. But uh, another thing I think that is just great in your book is practicing self-behaviors, and I thought your suggestion to stop, breathe, pause, and re-choose is just fantastic. Well, thank you. We all know the power of our breath. I'm sure many of your listeners do either meditation or breathing exercises. And uh, some people may think that those are meant for certain times of the day, lunchtime, after work, early morning. But the power of the breath, the breath is always with us. So great example you just gave. We walk into the kitchen, okay, what do I want to snack on now? Holding open the refrigerator door or the cupboard. Pausing and taking a breath and saying to ourselves, like you said, stop, breathe, reflect, and re-choose. Just that 
short pause gives us an opportunity to reset and to ask some of those questions. What am I really hungry for right now? Do I really want to eat chocolate chip cookies right now or ice cream? Or is there something healthier? How about some almonds? How about a piece of fruit? Do I need maybe some herbal tea or a glass of water? So that pause and the breath can really support us and nurture us all through the day, no matter where we are. Well, I, like I say, there's so many wonderful techniques and tools in the book and questions to ask ourselves. I am really, that the question aspect of it, it really impressed me, uh, as I'd mentioned, because uh, rather than just, you know, again, mindlessly, re- you know, affirmations are great, but I think really stopping, reflecting, asking yourself these questions can be really a helpful thing and without the judgment. You know, like you say, treat yourself if you feel like you want to. But another thing that really I love about the book are your light bulb moments. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about those. Well, that was the impetus for the book. And I invite people to start noting their own light bulb moments. I shared some of mine, like the pretzels, or even to this day when I walk into the kitchen sometimes thinking I want to eat something and then having a light bulb moment. I'm not really hungry. I just finished dinner. 20 minutes ago. So I invite people to sit down in a quiet space and or when they're in the moment when this pops into their head, it could be at a party when they realize if they stand next to the food table, they can't stop eating. And Oh, maybe it's better to shift their standpoint and viewpoint and go to the other part of the room or noting food patterns. People may notice they always want to snack at 4 p.m. or 7 p.m. when they're doing the dishes. So these light bulb moments, having aha moments, I feel can support people and help them to shift. You know, the first step is awareness and have fun with it. Like I said, have fun realizing, oh, this is when I turn to food. That's okay. Imagine that a really good friend or loved one is on your shoulder encouraging you and empowering you and helping you pause and make a better choice. Well, another thing I thought about the light bulb moments in my case, too, is, you know, you read the book in depth, but keep it handy. And when some of these urges come up that, you know, are not maybe in your own best interest, you can flip through that book and look at some of these light bulb moments. And it's like, aha, you know, they really strike you. So I thought that's another great aspect of the book. I would keep, in fact, I'm suggesting keep it by your refrigerator and look for those light bulb moments. I love it. Keep it in the kitchen and and take notes. That's a great idea. And I I think they're, as I said, empowering and fun for people to approach it that way. Absolutely. And you mentioned fun several times during this interview. And I think that, you know, taking away the blame and the self-loathing, which I felt at times when I pigged out and all that stuff, it doesn't do you any good. And every day is a fresh start. And the thing about, well, like I said, with the three corn chips, well, now I have to eat everything in the kitchen because I've already blown it. You know, don't do that to yourself. Make it fun. Use those light bulb moments, and there's so many wonderful tips and techniques in the book. I could talk to you forever, Sandy, and I've already begged you to come back on after the first of the year. But before we have to go, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience? 
Well, thank you so much, Eileen, for having me. And the one thing I want people to remember is that there's a doorway in to healing and behavior change for everyone, and for everyone it's different. So someone's catalyst for asking why am I eating this might be that they're not sleeping well or that they're lonely and isolated around this time of year and they realize they need to tune in and take a deeper look at all of their habits, lifestyle habits, and also that to turn to doctors, healthcare professionals, mental health professionals, to deal with some of the emotional issues, if that would be support, spiritual support, to, to really have a strong village around you as you start asking some of these deeper questions and feeling some of those emotions that sometimes people don't want to feel. So I invite people to be light and fun about it and also to support themselves and nourish themselves with the expert medical and health care guidance that might be helpful for them. Well, and speaking of medical and healthcare guidance in a village, I know you have a great website. So, where can our listeners go to find out more about you, your work, and of course, grab their own copy of this really very helpful book? My website is www.energyworkswisdom.com. I'll say it again: www.energyworkswisdom.com. And listeners can buy the book on Amazon. It's also available in Kindle form. And if they go to my website after hearing your great broadcast, there are complimentary free excerpts of the new book. So please go to the website, and I'm happy to schedule a 20-minute complimentary session with people to answer any questions that they have. Well, that is very generous of you, Sandy. This has been a joy. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your time, your expertise, and this really and truly helpful information with us. Thank you so much for having me, Eileen. It's it's been a joy, and you asked great questions. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you elicit great questions with this great book. (laughs) And you listeners out there, please, I mean, now while the holiday crazies are going on, it's a stressful time. It's a time that we're all, I mean, I would say just about 100% uh, tempted to overeat and all this. So grab a copy of Why Am I Eating This? And check out Sandy's website, Third Times Charm energyworkswisdom.com you're going to get a wealth of tips techniques, strategies and resources that can help you achieve and maintain your optimal health weight management goals and love yourself all at the same time so until next time this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio and I'll catch you later bye bye